Welcome back to Bible study to Paul's letter to the Galatians. Uh, and we're still in chapter three, and I'm joined by John Campbell and Derek Walker. And Derek, you're going to read um, the passage for us again that we read last week, and we're going to see what, how the Lord speaks to us this week. Thank you. Galatians chapter three. Thank you. Verse one to nine. Oh, foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth before whose eyes Jesus Christ was clearly portrayed among you as crucified. This only I want to learn from you. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Are you so foolish? Having begun in the Spirit, are you now being made perfect by the flesh? Have you suffered so many things in vain, if indeed it was in vain? Therefore, he who supplies the Spirit to you and works miracles among you, does he do it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Just as Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness, therefore know that only those who are of faith are sons of Abraham and the scripture, foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, preached the gospel to Abraham beforehand saying, in you all the nations of all the nations shall be blessed. So then, those who are of faith are blessed with believing Abraham. Thank you very much. Let's pray. Lord, again we thank you for these these words. Help us to hear uh, from you. Uh, most of all, Lord, help us to have uh, that saving faith that we talked about last week. Uh, Lord, may, may our eyes, the eyes of our hearts, be enlightened. May we um, uh, perceive and discern uh, your, your voice through, um, uh, as we study these verses. And again, we thank you for the Apostle Paul, for his passion, for his conviction and his uh, dedication to to pursuing the truth of the gospel. We um, pray, Lord, that uh, for all those tuned in, um, for us here in the studio, uh, we will have also have this passion. Amen. 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 I think we got to the end of uh, verse 2. Uh, there, there, there was, um, when Paul said, because I remember last week, Derek, you said, look, there are just two options you know it's it's either is it by um grace you know or is it is it there aren't more than two right but then paul says i would like uh, to learn one thing from you so he he's not he's really zeroing in on one thing mm. in verse two isn't he uh he's he's not saying and here's another point and i want to just cover this point yes he, he doesn't saying, want to get distracted by no, red herrings yeah he says just answer this fundamental question yeah. Because on which the whole thing hinges. It's either it this or this. You yes. know. Yeah. Just give me that answer and then we yeah. can build our discussion from this answer. Yeah. But don't distract me with, you know, yeah. conf you know, but, but then he, the you know, then uh, as Paul does, he, he, he adds another detail, mm. as it were, which I, I would I'd suggest mm. in verse 3, it's, it's yes. this point about, you know, you, you are saved, you're born again of the Spirit, um, and that's uh, the fact, but you're still trying to attain a goal, 
mm. through your human efforts? Because there are two aspects. One is justification and yeah. one is sanctification. That's it. So that's what we're Legalism on gets into both of those and that's Galatians right. actually deals with both of those. Yeah. Because the fundamental one is, is so just... We say that we're saying that we've done justification to an extent and now we want to focus on you know, the wrong thinking in sanctification. Yeah, because yeah. the first one in verse 2 that, that we talked about was the initial moment of being born again, right. of justification by faith yeah. with the Holy Spirit that you receive at the same time. Yeah. Um, and so now in verse 3, he's, going, he's talking about being made perfect, yeah. which is sanctification. So John, give us a, a, a kind of... Um, encapsulate sanctification. <laughs> Sancti sanctification is, is, is a very controversial subject and has been. You know, there those who talk about a second blessing and, uh, and fight and struggle uh, to become sanctified, totally holy. And, and, and the, the, in the early days, the Salvation Army was quite hot on this. And, and then there are those who say, no, no, that's, that, 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 that's rubbish, who Martin Lloyd-Jones was one. Uh, um, this, is a, this is a process. I think the point is, and I, we touched on this a couple of weeks ago, is that Christ in us is the guarantee of our sanctification. Mm. So whether we are going to be or are sanctified or not is, is not up for debate. And I think you mentioned as well how your father used to read yeah. that verse in Romans where sanctification is totally left out. It goes directly from... Predestined. That's right, straight justified. through to glorification, yeah. uh, which just makes the point that sanctification is guaranteed but it is the process whereby we are being honed fine-tuned as as Christians and as we as we learn and walk in truth now but that's by grace that's, that's by grace and it and it, and it can be grace. different for everyone I mean there was um, Commissioner Brengel who was a, a salvationist in New York um, who was undoubtedly sanctified in a moment by the Lord, and he, he wrote a wonderful book about it, how he was in his bedroom tying on, his, I think from memory, putting his boots on, and suddenly he was chaining, he, he walked through Central Park just loving everybody he saw. Yeah. The problem is that we then set that as a standard that we also want mm. to attain, but it was a work of God in him, mm. for him, for God's eternal purposes, and we, we can't formalize these amazing things that yes. God has done in the lives of some yes. individuals. Yes. We have to just stand back and say, yeah, Lord, I would love that, but I accept it might not be for me, you know. Uh, sanctification is a process, and, and, and it, it's, it's what we work through from the moment of justification and regeneration yeah. um, mm. to, uh, between that and glorification, Brilliant. if you like. Brilliant. I mean, you've mentioned formalise. That not that a danger that we formalize and systematize mm. things which are you know a spiritual process it, I, it's the formation of christ in us mm. by the life of christ by that imparted righteousness that begins at our new birth and christ is formed in us because he is the righteous one mm. and the the thing that i come to see because i i'm I, i'm as prone to legalism as anyone in in my thought forms yeah. you know and i remember in my earlier christian life i wanted to understand all the principles of the christian life so i could I got that in my brain so that in any situation i would know what to do yeah 
And I was actually being legalistic, yeah, yeah. you see. Yeah. But in and a very genuine way, because yeah, we know yeah. you, Derek. Yeah. You, you know, there would be and I realised I was actually, yes, trying to... And, but what that is, this Christian legalism, is trying to imitate the Christian life. You know what I mean? Yes. I'm trying to get that all in my brain so that I, I know what to do in any moment. And when you are following the law, you see, the law is a codification Right, the letter of the law as opposed to the spirit of the law. The spirit of the law is Christ himself. Yeah. That's the reality of righteousness. The law is a codification, a, a description of what righteousness looks like. When I try and live by the law, I'm actually trying to imitate righteousness. I'm trying to say, well, if, what would a righteous person do in this situation? And I'm imitating that. But I end up with an outward imitation of righteousness without the reality because it's not coming from my heart I'm just trying to do the right thing and and that's the problem with the law it activates the flesh to try and do the right thing to try and perform right but it's not a real righteousness yeah the only real righteousness the only way to become sanctified is for Christ to be formed in me and that can only be done not by it by Christ himself living but, through but me. But we have yeah. to be open to it. Yes. So, yes. So, so we don't do absolutely zero, we open ourselves, but that's, it's like, it's not work, it's just surrender, as it were. It's, it's by the it's, grace of it God. It is an action, though, that we surrender ourselves yeah. to him. Exactly. We yeah. have to cooperate yeah. by, by, by our faith. Yeah. And he says, by the grace of God, I am what I am. Mm. Mm. We are not self-made men. Yeah. We have to be Christ-made men. Yeah. And that means surrendering to, to his grace. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right, so shall we switch off the cameras now? <laughs> you know, it's, it's just that's one. it. It is. That, that basically is it. Um, and, you know, he repeats, are you foolish or, or you are foolish in verse 3, doesn't he? You know, so he's, yeah, he's in other words, points and He's said, saying you're, not, you're being inconsistent. You know, think yeah. it through. Your, if you embrace these legalists' viewpoint, it contradicts the cross, but it also contradicts your own experience. Because, first of all, your own salvation experience, but also, he is saying, having begun in the spirit, are you now being made perfect by the flesh? He says, that doesn't make sense. Your flesh couldn't get you saved in the first place. That's right, yeah. Why do you think that your flesh somehow can yeah. sanctify you? That's right. Now, you know what I mean? Your flesh is already... If you accept justification by faith, you accept the fact that your flesh is weak. Yeah. Because of the sin nature in your flesh, you can't save yourself. You had to trust in Christ's so, righteousness. Um, could I ask, now some folks are watching this, so we've, we've had four or five on this subject, the practical outworking of what we're saying. So you've said sanctification is a pro process. Um, uh, it's not just you know, going um, um, you know, with your hands up and doing nothing. What, what, is, what is it practically for folks that are sitting at home now watching this and, and we, we want to well, take them... Paul, Paul tells us what it is in, in Galatians 2. He says, yeah. um, and the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in or faith of, mm. as the authorised verse yeah. says, the Son of God. Yeah. And that's it. Now... Um, that's all very so well, in, isn't it? Day but, but out, day in, day out. Apply that and principle. Well, you have to practice it. 
That's what I'm asking. You practice, and, and uh, listen, I'm preaching to myself as much no, as anybody. Good. You, you, you have to wake up remembering that this is what you've got to do and put it into practice until it becomes a habit. Uh, what do we mean by flesh? It's very easy for people to think, oh, you know, all this. But actually, it's talking about your intellect and your heart. These are the things, that, you know, and your emotions, and all, or these are the things that drive us. And... Um, they'll drive us in the wrong direction. And it, we mustn't be looking to those. You see, we, what's happening is people try to understand their salvation. Yeah. What's happened, it's really, it's, it, 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 we, can't un we can accept it. Yeah. But, um, and then to think, now I've got to add to it. I, 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 I do believe that this has happened to me. I am justified. I am regenerated. I, I am now got to do my bit. Um, so in a practical so sense, sanctification, you wake up in the morning yeah. and um, the, the fiery darts are coming in. Yeah. So doubts come in, a wrong thought about yes. someone else comes yes. in, a wrong thought about you know, your aspirations comes in. You know, yeah. that, and, you, and the next thing happens is your mind says, you see, you're dirty, you dirty <laughs> old man. You, know. you call yourself a Christian, you think you're saved, yeah. you better get back on your knees and start... That's works, yes. that's condemnation of the flesh. It's perfectly natural and understandable for those things to happen, but we have to rise above it and say, no, you, you, you accuser, I renounce you in the name of Jesus. I choose the truth of the gospel. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. That is the truth. Whatever you're experiencing in the flesh. Yeah. And, and, and it needs to, you know, these things aren't, intuitive because the other pressures are so great and we they have to become intuitive by us practicing until they become a habit and 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 then it'll cut in and yeah. the truth will it it's if you like it that practice I mean you're doing brilliantly in answering it because yeah, the that, danger in answering it is you get into works well that's right how do you implement Ab absolutely absolutely it's, it's, you it's do and 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 but oh, the, the, you know you the, the habit eventually becomes so natural to you yeah. it, it isn't you do have to yeah. No, it's not works. It's no. disciplining yeah. yourself. It's disciplining your natural inclinations, uh, so it's subordinated to the truth. Yeah. That's and and that is a, and, that, and that, 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 that is a work in one sense. But I suggest it's a work of the spirit rather that's, than a work of the, the flesh. Yeah. Mm. It's being spiritually aware, yeah. spiritually attuned, spiritually discerning, spiritually minded. You know, it's it's it is. Well, I would add this, but again, it could be understood template. legalistically. Yeah. Right. I would say that if we, are, if we are truly aware that we cannot live our life as we ought, that we cannot be perfected in our flesh, then, then that will cause us to be prayerful. Mm -hmm. And really, if you're talking about the start of the day yeah. with prayer, That's not good. like, oh, my Christian duty is to pray yeah, exactly. for, for half an hour or an hour. No, not that, but I know that I can't do it in my flesh. Mm -hmm. So therefore, I need to to pray. I need to start the day with praise and prayer yeah. because I need to depend on his spirit. And that's what Jesus said, wasn't it, in Gethsemane. He said, you, you, you need to, to pray with me an hour for an hour or whatever. Could yeah, you not right. pray with me? Yeah. For the flesh, for the spirit is willing. That's right. right? That's we, right. we have it in the spirit, yeah. but the flesh is weak. Mm. Weak to do what? Weak to do the will of God. Mm. So if you, if you think you can depend on the flesh, Fall in your legalism, yeah. it's weak to do the will. You'll end up failing. Yeah. Um, but in the spirit is all the ability you need. Yeah. 
Christ and, is and in you. praying in the spirit because I've been through I've, I, we had a similar praying. experience Derek so when I was a student you know I had all of these sort of maps up on the wall about these different aspects of prayer just talking about prayer and you know and I had to do the will you not watch for me with me one hour so it had to be an hour <laughs> of prayer and it yeah. was all segmented yeah. and it was a complete work of the flesh <laughs> yeah but it was prayer there's it, something about just being spiritually minded you wait as you say you wake up you worship yeah. you focus on him you're in the spirits as it were rather than just following a, a, a form we mustn't be confused because every like I said the nature of the flesh is that it imitates the spirit so mm. every work of the spirit there is a fleshly imitation mm. we can take prayer and make it that yeah. so but that's not wrong to say we ought to pray you know what I mean but people can receive that in two different yeah. ways we don't want a list of, of things that we ought to do but by the way I realized you know that I and I was sort of fresh you know doing sport and you know I, I was but I, I couldn't watch with him one hour <laughs> you know, I had it all mapped out but I would always fall asleep yeah you know you're on your knees because you have to be on your knees you've got to follow that format and and I uh, yeah I would pretty well slump you know my head would slump on the bed like, like John was saying I think last time as soon as you make it into a law the flesh kicks in yeah and you lose the life in it yeah but if you will just even if you start with five minutes or ten minutes let's mm. say and, and just enjoy it don't make any laws about it then you'll begin to get a taste for it and and you'll experience the life yeah. of the spirit and then you'll you'll find yourself wanting to go 15 minutes 20 minutes and yeah. before you know it time permitting you know you'll be happy to do an hour right. especially praying in tongues I find yeah. that makes yeah. it a lot easier yeah. and praising God yeah. absolutely and, uh, focusing on him worship is the key I think to to prayer yeah. if you, if you're, and because if you just have a list of things to pray for you know it is it can be just a I have to bring in the eagle you know because the eagle you know he says those who wait on the Lord That's shall right. renew their strength yeah. so you you the life is in the spirit but we do have that flesh so we do have to make a like a discipline like you yeah. say and the eagle knows that the wind is up there yeah all right so he might have to flap a bit to get up there mm. you know this is Isaiah 40 you know you have yeah. to flap to get up you know we, we have to yes enter his gates with thanksgiving mm. his courts with praise we have to choose to do that but there comes a point where it says they will um, lift up their wings yeah. like eagles that's right or no, the King James, they, they will rise mount, up, mount, mount up with wings, wings as eagles. As eagles. Yeah. Sounds beautiful, yeah. but it's not quite right. Okay. Because it's actually that word with, the mount up their wings, with wings, yeah. is not there. Okay. What it's saying is they shall lift up their wings like eagles. Mm. In other words, to catch the wind. Exactly. The thermals. Yeah. If you've the, ever done gliding, yeah. it's yeah. unbelievable. They lock you, their whoosh, wings. You, it's like a massive wind that takes yeah. you up. So the wings is your faith. It, you, you, you lock your wings in that rest position where you are, you know the wind of the Spirit is there and you just now let the wind carry right, you. Yeah. And an eagle, my wife Hilary, she loves to watch these nature programs yeah. and she said she learned that in, 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 um, in hours and hours of flying, let's say three hours of flying, the eagle might actually be exerting its wings for two minutes. Because once it locks the wings, right. it's riding on the strength of the of the, the spirit. Yeah, you see, yeah. and so one, when you enter His presence in prayer, you you start catching the thermals. Yeah, 
And that's how you can pray for an hour, yeah. Yeah. you know. That's right, exactly. Rather than grinding it out, exactly. you know what I mean? Exactly. Uh, you, you, and he says, be like the eagle. Yeah. If you will wait on the Lord, you'll catch that wind, lock your wings, and just let be carried along. Mm. Wow. And you'll run and you won't grow weary. Exactly. And you'll walk and not faint. You, you will start doing stuff, but it won't be in your own power. Mm. Praise the Lord. And the best yeah. thing of all is that Christ will be being formed in you because... I find that also, by the way, in reading the scriptures, you know, if you try to, you know, do follow a form, well, it's maybe just mm. my personality, but a format or a study is hard going. But if you, you pick up on, on some verse and it inspires you and then uh, you... Other yeah. thoughts of other verses yeah. that you've memorized or whatever, or you've read, yeah. suddenly you find those verses. And like it, that. it just becomes like a mushroom of yes. excitement. Go with the flow. Yeah, exactly. It's, that's the flow. It's not the wind, <laughs> it's the flow of the spirit. I mean, it's amazing. That's exhilarating. And then you, the other thing is you, 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 you do have to be disciplined in not, as it were, uh, allowing the negative, because we can all go down the negative routes. Um, but you, could, you can switch in a moment in the spirit, as it were, and I can anyway, and you, and you focus on the positives and the blessings, mm. and before you know it, that all of that other stuff has faded. Yes. Li almost in an instant. The things that can preoccupy you when you're in your sleep at night, you, you can be just going down this stupid road, or, or worries about finances or something like that, yeah. and mm. suddenly switch it the other way. They don't exist anymore. All of these things that you, you that sort of give you so much anxiety. Yeah. And what is it? By prayer and thanksgiving. Do not be anxious for anything. Yeah. We did it in Philippians. And that, that but by everything, I mean everything, by prayer and thanksgiving. Present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, all the formats, all the rituals, all the religion. It, uh, it, the peace of God that passes all understanding could, shall keep your hearts and minds yes. in Christ Jesus. Yes, which is summarized by that little uh, song, isn't it? Cast your cares upon Jesus and look full in his wonderful Ooh, face. face, and the cares of the world will grow faintly dim yeah. in the light of his glory and grace, which really just sums up yes. what you've just, the scriptures yes. you've just spoken yes. about. That's it, yeah. wonderful. Um, yeah, uh, so this is sanctification. What we're talking about mm. by the spirit yeah, yeah. by the, of because course sanctify is the word holy it's the, the same word that we get for holy spirit yeah so it's the spirit right. who makes us holy he's the spirit who sanctifies yeah. us and romans 8 4 i just thought connected yeah, well yeah. with this that sanctify not just justification but also sanctification is by grace mm. through faith mm. um Romans 8.4, it says that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us. So we're not talking about antinomianism, yeah. which is just fleshing out, you know, you do what you want kind of thing. The point is... Because you're under grace. Righteousness. Yeah. The point is, God still wants us to be righteous, but not by the law, you know, not by us imitating righteousness, mm -hmm. but letting the righteousness of Christ... Mm. come forth. So he says the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled yeah. in us who do not walk according to the flesh but according to the Spirit. So if we will trust that the Spirit, He will cause us to live a righteous life mm. and will fulfill the righteousness of the righteous requirement of the law, which is, which is love, 
primarily. But it's not that we're under law, but we will find ourselves fulfilling God's requirements of us by his power, not by trying to do it ourselves. And it does start in, in the heart and the mind, as you said. You know, you, you can, as it were, feed the things that are, are wrong in your mind and in, in your hearts. But, but um, mm. um, I don't know where I was going with that. But uh, you have the, um, uh, my brain's just gone. Uh, so keep talking. Well, it's the, mind. The, the, the mind, isn't it? The mind is the battlefield. Yeah. That's yeah. where it all happens, and that's why we have to renew the, yeah. the spirit yeah. of our mind. We have to renew. feed it with the exactly. word of God, exactly. so that, so that you know, that we, again, this this fleshly thing, this yes. wonderful fleshly thing called the yes. brain, which the God has given us, becomes disciplined and trained, and and begins to react spiritually. Yeah rather than, because you know, this, the mind is an interface. It, 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 the ability to think and reason and receive is, is, is a gift of God. That's what I was thinking. It's, it's just that you know, all sorts of things hit, hit your mind in the heart, but, but spiritually you, you, can, you can rise above. And, and without it being in a religious way or a pompous or a pharisaical way, you can, you can as, it, as it were, not harbour things that are that are, yes. are not of God, that are not righteous, and you can rise above them. But then you have the, let's say, another level of how you can become prideful. So you have to head that off at the pass, you know. And it's all part yeah. of this, you know, actually thinking in a sanctified, righteous way before God. Because ultimately, yes. all that we do and think is open to Him. Yes. So be conscious, be conscious of him, mm. but not be so, what's the word, uh, you know, sanctimonious is the yes. word. <laughs> yes. That's not what, or unctuous, or, you know, just, you know, in a way that is, is just completely, he's a wally sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. Well, you want to be real, but you, and you want, you, you know, you're, we're accountable to the Lord, but, um, but you you don't want to just separate yourself off from normal people in that process. That's what happens when you imitate righteousness. Yes. So you, yeah. you, yes. You, you put on this righteous act. You should be able to engage with people, even people who are, um, you know, obviously not, don't know the Lord, um, who, who are, you know, are carnal, you know, and saying things that are wrong, and, but you can still be sanctified in that yes, of course you mix. Can. Yeah, Jesus yeah. was the friend of sinners. Yes, he, he didn't he, compromise with their sin, but yeah, he was able. He was to, there, yeah, uh, within the, the with group, them. and then you can have an impact. And of course, um, yeah, the flesh gets in, and something. Uh, I, I, say, for instance, I'm at, at a, a gathering, and someone says something out of line. I normally will, <laughs> you know, pounce on it. So I'm not always in the spirit. <laughs> um, but well, sometimes yeah, it's yeah. right. Yeah. Sometimes it's right. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's a chal- it's a challenge to. Yes. Sitting is easy, isn't it? it I, th- I think it's, it's also walking. It is. Uh, it's also important to remember that the Lord knows you warts and all. You can't yeah, hide your it. imperfections from Him. Yeah. He knows exactly what you are. Mm. He's not caught out, or He's not phased by it. But but there's a sense in which He's saying to us, "Look, I've given you, I, I've given you something which d- will deal with all these problems. I know what they are, and you know what they are. Only I know better than you do what they are and why they are. Mm. And I've given you a solution." The solution is here. It's all in here. This is alive and active and sharper than any two-edged sword. 
mm. and it will work. If you trust me That's by right. faith, read my word, it will change Divide you. Divide between mm. the soul and the spirit. Yes, yeah. it mm. will. It's not dead, it's alive. Great, so I, we've hardly referenced verses yet, <laughs> but so we probably... Well, well we've been talking know, about verse 3. We are. Well, we could yeah. jump into verse 4, it's great. maybe. No, that's good. We're not being religious about that. I, I wonder <laughs> if people have noticed we're not yeah. religiously yeah. reading the Bible. We, you know, the Spirit is speaking to us. So verse 4 verse is interesting, four. isn't it? Because he suddenly appears to introduce a whole new subject. Yes. And I think that there's a, a, a faulty translation. Some translations... Um, translate this word suffering as experience and, 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 mm. and Derek has referred to experience, experience and I think experience is a much better translation yeah. because he, he doesn't mention suffering again. That's he talks right. a lot about suffering yeah. elsewhere yeah. Yeah. but mm. not in the letter to the Galatians mm. and they have suffered. They're all suffering, there is mm. suffering going but that's not what he's talking yeah. about. He says, yeah. You've experienced all these things yeah unless you experience them in vain, which is not a... And dare a I ask, what's in the Greek? Yeah, no, don't ask me what's no, in the no, Greek. No, that's what John was saying, is, exactly. right, is, is this word could be translated suffered, yeah. or it could be translated experienced. There the we word are. We'll go with experience. Then. And, and I agree. Yeah. It, it could, some people might say, you know, it's, he's talking about, look, you suffered for your faith. Mm. Now you're going back to religion. All that suffering was wasted. But I think it fits better with the context that he's saying, look, you've experienced the Spirit. Yes. The spirit. You haven't just got born again by the Spirit. You've had spiritual experiences. You've experienced the peace of God. You've experienced God working in your life. Mm. And, uh, and now, how, how did that happen? Was it by your legalism? Um, you know, have you experienced these things in vain? Are you, are you saying that those experiences were, were nonsense? Mm. They weren't valid? Um, and of course, he's expecting them to say, no, no of course, that, that was a real experience I had of the grace of God. You know, so Paul is saying, well, why, do you, why are you going back to legalism? You're being stupid, you know, idiots, yeah, Philip says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Idiotic people. Yeah. <laughs> if indeed it was in vain. So he's, he's, yeah. he's kind of saying, look, it doesn't have to be in vain. You, you, can, right. you can repent of this. Yes. You can get back on track. Yeah. But yeah. if you carry on down this road, you're, you're going you're gonna to miss out on the grace he's of great, God. He's great, isn't he, Paul? So, you know, have you experienced so much for, for nothing? And then he checks himself. You know, I don't really mean you know, that it's been yeah. nothing, but I'm illustrating the point. Have you, have you done it for nothing? Yeah, I think he's holding out hope that they, they're going to turn around. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, it's not really good. And, and then the, the following verse 5 is, is again, re-emphasizing it. I think this is, again, sanctification because yeah. it sounds like a repetition of verse 2 where he talks about receiving the Spirit. Mm. That's at their salvation. But here, it's present tense. Mm. So it's talking about the ongoing supply of the Holy Spirit to us, right. which is like sanctification. And it's also slightly different because it was from their point of view originally, did you receive the Spirit? Yeah. Now he's pointing to God as being the did, source. Did, did God, God give, give yeah. the Spirit? Yeah. So in other words, on what basis does God give the Spirit? Mm. And it's basically their experience has been that God supplies the Spirit through faith. I want to ask another, another question. God's giving, okay? Uh, God's choosing, God's promising. Um, uh, the, the universalists would say, well, why, why, if that is the case, why, why not to all? If it is not of any uh, merit of ours, 
Um, why, why wouldn't that fit in with a, a universalist's? Romans 11, is it? Do yeah, I go on, answer it. <laughs> yeah, it's important. No, it's so important. You know how these things can be misinterpreted, you see. Yeah. But, um, if it's all of, of God, then why, why would not that grace be extended to all? Yeah, it's, it, it, it's we're here to answer we, difficult questions. We would, yeah. this, this is, you're opening up the big one here. It is a biggie. It is yes. a biggie, which is why I'm This is, a, you know, Calvinism yes. or yes. Arminianism or Molinism. Yes. And, and you're opening It is. So I know I'm opening it's a big it, one. It, it, you're but, opening up. <laughs> um, uh, but from our perspective, as, as those who have, have uh, who are privileged to know the truth of these scriptures, to believe in the Lord as our Savior, um, that they, uh, you know, in all humility, we, we know that there's no merit from us at all. You know, righteousness is credited mm. to yes. us. It's given to us, yes. not because we've earned it mm. in any way, um, like wages. Um, you, you, you know, the next question is why, uh, why us? Yeah, of course it is. And, and, and it, it, the, the problem is, and the problem with the question that you posed earlier, is that we're then trying to make God in our own image. Mm. Um, we're trying answer. to tell him how he should think and, and, yeah. what, and what is fair. Um, and listen, I understand that argument, but it's not one that you can take into the courts of heaven and expect to get a hearing on. <laughs> because the scripture, God created everything. You know, he can do what he wants with his creation. Let's talk in human terms. He can do what he wants with his creation. And you might not think it's fair, but that's the way it is. Get used to it. <laughs> but actually those and, and who, yeah. Whether you're talking about, you know, Calvinism or Armenianism or whatever you're talking about, they're, they're, hum, they're human arguments and, and, and they don't make the slightest bit of difference to whether you're saved or not. They mm. try to codify how you got saved, but they're actually they're irrelevant. Yeah. You're either saved or you're not. Mm. And the, or your salvation is a complete work of God or it isn't. Yeah. We know it, it, it works, can't be involved, therefore it's a complete work of God. And, and, and that's it. And if he chooses, who, right. you, who are you to... Who only, are you to only God knows, you see, that you know, we cast our golden crowns before him, lost in wonder, love and praise. We, we, those who are his, as it were, you know, he knows those yes. who are his, um, they're not, they don't have the attitude of, you know, those who are sanctified or in yes. the process of sanctification. It's like a completely different yes. relationship rather than the relationship of, um, of the rebellious heart that won't accept, that won't accept it. We'll only know in glory It'll all yes. be unravelled yes. in glory. If you want to accept God on I, your terms, I, I, not on his. And, and I think the argument to these people is, yes, I understand your argument, mm. but do you expect God to bow to your terms, or do you think yeah, he expects you to bow it to his? An and if they say, no, he must bow to mine, then there's no hope for them. Don't, yeah. It's not even worth continuing the That's argument. Right. Yeah. So it's an attitude <laughs> I mean, of heart rather than a work. This is my point. So, so the, the folks who are, as it were, on on the broad way to destruction, yeah. mm. that they, they, you know, of course, many of them are doing a lot of works, as it were, but they're on, in their heart, they're on mm. a broad way. Mm. Mm. Um, yes. Those who are on the, the, the road to glory, let's say, 
uh, with all the saints is, is, is not because of their works. There's an attitude of heart mm. uh, receiving the gift from yeah. God. It's called faith. Um, yeah. And it's important to say that faith is not meritorious. That's the key yeah, really point. point. connects you to the merits of Christ. Yeah. So standing, as you say, it's the attitude of heart. If you're trusting in your own merits, yeah. your own works, that's not good enough, yeah. I'm sorry. But faith is not meritorious in itself, but faith is you trusting in the merits of Christ, and that connects you to the merits of Christ, yeah. which does justify you. And so my answer, which doesn't answer all the issues it's of a good one, the meritorious is very important. It's very important. It is important. Because, um, you know, I'm not trying to answer the Calvinism question. No, no, no it's just saying. This. There is a simple answer, which is simply, we, we have some kind of choice. We have yeah. a freedom. Yeah. It's not works, but we have a choice, if you like, to, to believe or not to believe, to mm. trust or not to trust. Mm. Um, there's bigger questions beyond that, yeah. but, but you know, yeah. Christ revealed himself to me and, and I, I believed in him, I trusted in him. We're chosen I'm in him. I'm not claiming any credit for that. Chosen in him, again, there's no merit, it's not meritorious, it's chosen in him before the foundation of the earth to be holy, to be sanctified and blameless before him. Mm. There's, there's a, a God plan from, you know, all eternity, yeah. an eternal purpose mm. plan plan and purpose, um, uh, which by his grace we're part of. And I, I, there is, it isn't, yes, we can try and find the system to work it out. I mean, um, we, we would probably, and, uh, you know. On, but the problem with all those systems is they land up being divisive. You're either for, for Calvin or you're, or you're for, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and, and but this right, hopefully should rise above that. We should you know, rise above we, it. Because in the spirit, we shouldn't be too this, preoccupied right. with really, trying to analyse God's, you know, his yeah. ways are beyond, God's ways are beyond that's our right. ways. Just I think it's it, just safe. If, I mean, I have my view, we, we probably all own, have our own view on yeah. it. Yeah. But I think it is safe to affirm two things. And how you hold the two things together may vary. That I exist because God sovereignly chose me to exist. Mm, yeah. He chose me, and 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 that He has provided for my salvation from eternity. Yeah. And and you know, praise God for that. Yeah. My salvation stands in the grace of God, mm. and at the same time, you know, God has has given me that uh, free a certain freedom to to choose or to reject Him, mm. and and how you ho I, and I would say both are true. Now, you can struggle to see how they might both be true. But, but, but the, the meritorious element, so I, I like that. that it's just, it doesn't, our choice doesn't make us, um, it's not that that makes us righteous. Yeah, if yeah. I was drowning in the sea and you threw me the rope and you saved me, yeah. and I had the, the sense to grab the rope yeah. and let you save me, I'm not going to say, I saved myself, you know, Very I should good. get all the credit for Very that, good. my own salvation. Yeah, no, it, but I, I, did, I did choose to accept, That's it. you know, what you did, yeah. but that doesn't give me any credit. Yeah. I often say, you know, the, the gift, gifts are always two-way. They have to be received. Otherwise, yes. that gift is completely meaningless to the recipients. 
who chooses not to but, accept but, the gift. But, 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 I still believe that the, that the Lord has to do a work in you. I, I accept what yeah, you yeah, say, yeah. Uh, but I, I would also argue that you're not capable, mm. free will or not, and I believe we mm. do have free will. Um, I haven't always believed that, but I do now. Um, you are not capable of saying, yes, Lord, mm. except by grace he has done a work yes. in you to make that possible. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Mm. And that the other scripture in Peter, you know, God does not want any to perish, but all to come to repentance. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's his heart. Yes. Yeah. But there are those that don't repent. Yeah. And, and, and they are held accountable for that yeah. at the judgment. And the default position is sin and death. You know, repentance breaks out of that into this yes. amazing exchange that yeah. we talked about last week. We're not in that exchange if we are turning our backs on God. That's right. Exactly. It's, it's heartbreaking, really, yeah. how many do, you know, in, whether in pride, or even in self-righteous, you know, you know, good works, they still turn their backs on God. Yes. You can think of it financially, which I think yeah. is helpful to some people. Just imagine you were like a million pounds in debt. Yeah. Um, and somebody really loves you and cares for you, and he makes an arrangement at the bank to transfer um, a million pounds into your account to clear your debts, and, but more than that, an extra billion pounds to provide for you for the rest of the yeah. foreseeable future. Um, and he sets that up at the bank, and then he comes and tells you the good news. You know, I've done this for you. Now, you just have to agree. You just have to accept what I've done for you, accept my free gift, you know. Yeah. The moment you do, it's, but it's done. The, 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 it becomes active. And, and, but you, you have had to say yes to it. Yeah. And so the moment you, put, you say yes to Jesus, I accept you as my Lord and Savior, that transaction is done for you. Yeah. And it's all by grace, yeah. you know. Um, not just the forgiveness of your sins, but also... But you have to believe it. Inheritance. You have to... Um, uh, in believing it, you, you have to believe it to access it. You know, if you don't believe it, you're not going to go... Yes. You're going to ignore it. You're yes. not going to go to the bank to try and, you know, check it out at all. You're... You're in rebellion yes, to you're, that you're, gift. You have to believe it. You have to believe it. And... and all this is, theologically, it's carried out in Christ. Yes. So you his, the life is in Christ. The, yeah. every, the righteousness is in Christ. So you have to embrace Christ. Yeah. You have to embrace the person of yeah. Christ for that to become real. To you, you mentioned there are sort of 40 aspects to, you know, <laughs> that are happening behind the scenes, you know, in all of the gears and motors, you know, that well, are bringing it together to this on. wonderful transformation yeah. or being born again. Yes. But... Um, I mean, we there are a lot of layers, by the way, in, in the background, which are preventing people as well from getting to that point yeah. of acceptance. Well, that all clears away. We, we, we do insist on trying to get it down to the point where we say, yeah, this is how it is. And, yeah. and I, I, I venture to say we'll, we can't do that. It's beyond us because um, we, all we can do is get it as close to that as possible mm, and, yeah. and, and accept it. Because what we've just talked about, we see Jesus demonstrating in his ministry. We see this struggle that goes on. You know, when he says to the Pharisees, you don't understand me because you're not called by my father. You're not one of his. Mm. And, and, and so the father has to do something 
in order for you to understand what he's saying to you. And so you say, yes, Lord. So it isn't free will. It's a work of God. But you still have to respond to it. Mm. Now, you, I, I can't rationalize those two positions in my mind. My brain is not up to it. (laughs) But I accept that they both exist. Mm. That's Mm. right. That's right. right. But it starts with God, not with us. Our free will is not comparable to God's free will. No. (laughs) No. So, yes, it's, yeah. Yeah, so from, uh, you know, in the here and now, uh, you know, uh, in the 21st century, we were told we're not supposed to fix the Bible studies, but I think I'm safe to say in the 21st century. Well, <laughs> you know, we're Bible studies in the 22nd yeah, think, century. Yeah, They'll say, safe. oh, no, that's a bit dated. Yeah. No. This, is, this is bang up to date, isn't it? Uh, but the point is that, um, you know, here, here and now, we don't know. God knows those who are his. Yeah. We should address everyone on the basis that they are... A prospect Potential, for yes. salvation. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. That's the most important thing. None of these theories about... We are the chosen ones, you're not. Yeah, no. But only God knows. A- any idea about predestination and does not eliminate the need to evangelize. I absolutely And in not. glory, I'm absolutely convinced we will see many who in their heart have turned towards the Lord. Yeah. But they've not got involved in all of the showy, pharisaical... Yeah outward Christianity. Mm. I'm not saying that, yeah, I'm not sure giving an right. argument against no. um, gathering together and sharing with the brethren and being part of the building up of the body, but, um, but I do think that there are, there are plenty out there who are completely, you know, yeah. not seen in this showy evangelical world that we live in. I'm sure you're right. And, God, we're, we're, and we'll discover them and we'll be absolutely thrilled. Yeah, there'll be some surprises. I think so. Yeah. There is a point that Paul's making here, I think it's quite important in verse 5, which is he who, because he's pointing it from God's point of view, he who supplies the Spirit to you and works miracles among you, does he do it on the basis of the hearing of faith? Is that what it says? Or on the works of the law? Yeah. Now, from God's point of view, you see, he offers his Spirit on the basis of grace. So if you are in pride... All right, and you are trying to justify yourself or trying to perfect yourself mm. by your flesh. Mm. God, you cut yourself off from the Spirit. Yeah. If you try and earn a blessing from God, you disqualify yourself because He only gives it on the basis of grace. So that's why it says, humble yourself before the Lord. God gives grace to the humble. That's right. So if you are proud, trying to justify yourself, you disqualify yourself from His grace. Mm. He only gives grace on a free gift basis. Mm. So the, the moment you are trying to save yourself, you disqualify yourself from God's grace. But the moment you humble yourself and say, God, I can't save myself, yeah. I abandon myself to your mercy, you qualify yeah. for that grace. So God supplies the Spirit. By the way, the what is, of faith. Uh, for me, an endorsement, uh, you know, an authentication of what we're saying is that... Um, the gospel is universalist in this sense, that it's, um, it's not dependent on whether someone has a high intellect or mm. someone has a certain discipline, you know, disciplined, you know, a tendency or, um, or, whether, or whether someone is, is actually completely uneducated. 
mm. you know, fishermen or something, you know, I'm not very yeah. educated, by the way, very knowledgeable, you know, those in the Galilee, they had to know what was yeah. going on. They, once, they were smart people. But, the, but, but it can be folks who, again, in our sophisticated culture are looked down on. They are included in this gospel message mm, yeah. because you don't have to be a clever clogs to have yeah. an attitude of heart that is turned towards the Lord mm. or not turned towards the Lord. Yeah, you know, right. the, the fool says in his heart, there is no God, but that can be the most highly academic person, the highly decorated person in yeah. society today, yeah. and they're still a fool. They're still a foolish Galatian. Yeah. You know, foolishness is not according to yeah. how, how much knowledge you have and how, yeah. how, how much qualifications you have. It's deep in your heart. God looks at the heart, not on the outward appearance. Yeah. And the outward appearance isn't just yeah. how handsome or and pretty you are. That's why it's are. universal. It's, it's your Everyone has an opportunity yeah. to, to repent, to turn to him. Yeah. It's universal. Universally applicable, put it that way. God does not show partiality. Yeah. And for me, that's, that, that's a real authenticity. Because mm. the danger is with religion is you have to learn it. You know, as you say, you have to imitate it. You have to be clever and, you know, get a template or a blueprint and follow it. Well, that could be beyond the intellectual capacity yeah. of some people. So you, they are barred from this elite club. But mm. no, the, the simplest person who repents mm. before the Lord is in. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. That's, that's a wonderful gospel. Yes. Uh, for everyone available to all, but again. It leaves no room for man's pride. Yes. And that's why they don't necessarily like it, you know. That's because right. Because there's no room for my pride. Yeah, yeah. Um. But then equally on the other side of the equation is that um, there's no end to the, the layers of glory, let's say, that, that, that's there, even in these writings, which are just, as it were, we're scratching the surface. You know, Paul is even scratching the surface. We're, we're you know, the third heaven. We haven't had any much about that one. Um, so, so it can um, stimulate and satisfy the highest intellect. Mm. Oh, yeah. Can we just go back to this yeah, repenting please. for a moment? Yeah, because I've just had a thought about this. Um, we, we say, you know, you have to repent. The scripture very clear. You have to repent. But... But is there an order to this? And I don't believe there is. Uh, well, there is an order if you dig deep and deep yeah. enough, but I don't tend to do that. Um, the scripture also says, call out in the name of the Lord and you shall be saved. Yeah. Mm. And, and, and that may well come before the repentance yeah. because you find yourself in a situation and it just, it's in you. You say, Lord, help. And he does every time. You've not repented. The repentance will become later. It might actually come a long time later as you learn That's and you begin to understand. Because remember what repentance is. It's saying, I was wrong. You were right, Lord. I'm choosing to go your way. And that can only happen with education and learning and understanding. So repentance might not be the first thing that happens. It might be a cry for help. It might be the holding on to the to the life belt that's been thrown out to you. No time to think I was foolish to go in the sea in the first place. That'll come later as you meditate on it. So I think we need to be careful about 
being legalistic yeah. about this is how you get this saved. This is the order. Or you, no, it's uh, not. did you receive the Holy Spirit before yeah, you, you it's know, not. baptized? I, I, would, I would say that even the cry for help is a repentance. I agree with you about that. when you turn to God, you're also turning away from trusting in your... So it depends I, what kind of repentance. I, I absolutely agree with and, you And about I agree that, that <laughs> and, and some people will be yeah. shocked by this, but it's like to, you do not have to repent of your sins to get saved in no. the sense that, oh, I've got to remember all the bad things I've ever done and repent of them yeah. to get saved. No. But there is a sense in which I repent of sin of trusting in myself, of the fundamental yeah, the key, sin the key, yeah. of trusting in myself. So I may not think I'm repenting, but if I am crying out to Christ, yeah. there's a sense in which a repentance yeah. is happening. I, I, I agree with that. Um, what I'm trying to do is, is deformalize it into a process because it, this, this thing might be brought on by an emergency where your natural reaction Mm. Your God-given reaction is to call out for yeah. him. You might never have done it, and you might even surprise yourself that you're doing it. Yeah. But you're doing it because he's prompted you to yeah. do it, and the response is you're saved. Yeah. Absolutely. Praise God. Yeah, we've, we've, we've made some progress <laughs> in the spirit, as it were, but not in the formula of following the verses. Yeah, no, um, we're doing it's, well. It's, it's important that, again, in the Acts, you know, that they were trying to get the order right of when you received the spirits and, you know, when you were baptized and things like that. And there isn't necessarily an order because it's in your heart. There's an initial reception of the spirit, you know. At, yes. At salvation. Yes. That's clear. Yes. But then, and I'm a, I believe yeah. in the Pentecostal I know. theology, which is that there is a, a distinct baptism of the Spirit yeah. that, that, that may follow. That's right. You know, so, but you always, all believers are born again, have the Spirit of That's God right. within them. Right. It's, right. it's whether you receive it. I'm not going to open up another big subject, only oh, because yeah. we're, in the last, we're in the last minute. But I grew up in Pentecostal yeah. charismatic circles. And, that can become very religious, <laughs> you know, the, the actual process of, you know, getting people to come on to speak in tongues or something like that. You know what I mean? Anything, anything can, can take on the, the cloak of, of yeah. religion, can't it? An, yeah. an observance, because even if it's yeah. given the jargon of Pentecostalism. Yeah, any spiritual thing and you can imitate it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I think we're just in the countdown now, but yeah, let's, let's continue to walk in the Spirit and enjoy your week. Every time you get up in the morning, go to bed at night, worship Him, and we'll see you next week. Ooh. Bible study.